0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina. I am one of your hosts of the show, Josh Anotu, and, I, too, and this is the other host of the show,
1: DT3. What's going on, everybody? What's up? What's up?
0: What is up, guys? My NVIDIA broadcast is being dumb right now and keeps wigging out. I'm trying to fix it. I think I think we're good now. Hopefully, okay. How are we doing out there, guys? Um, we are on episode. 145 DT. It's kind of crazy yeah. that we have gotten this five more episodes. We'll be at 150, and we'll be halfway to 300. That's hey, nuts.
1: That's nuts for sure. Goddamn.
0: Yeah. So wow. it's crazy. Um. Yeah. Uh. So today's episode, uh, we have the usual news and things like that going on. Um, and then, in the second half of the show, we're we'll talking about a movie that we both watched we watched yeah uh this past week uh clicking on this to so you yeah. know that
1: it is about devotion it is it is so we we'll get to that
0: in deed uh. D T, why don't you go ahead and start off by telling
2: us what you've been up to this past week. Sure. I friend.
1: have been watching a lot of movies still. Uh watching movies, playing games, not so much not so many games, but I still you know, I still try to keep up with the stuff that I play, like Fortnite and I try to hop on and just do my dailies at least every day and then you know, call it a day. But Mhm. Uh, do that. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Rogue on stream, so that's been cool. I'm looking forward to playing more of that tomorrow. I got the videos going up on the YouTubes as well. Um, Keeping up with the Bad Batch. Uh, watch the third episode of that. That was cool. Uh, Watch the Willow finale, which, I mean, that show is not the best, but I don't know. I, I It's alright it's okay it, it it was all right season one was okay like i i could see like them continuing it but then like if they were just like that's a one and done or we're not or we're not doing any more then i could see that kind of being like a place to end it as well but um yeah it was all right nothing nothing super crazy but it's a it's a, it's a fun it's a fun show um what else? Played some FIFA twenty three. Uh watched a bunch of movies. And oh and TV shows too. I watched uh I've well not a lot of TV shows, but I watched a lot of TV. I, I finished Peaky Blinders, the series. Um I was two two seasons behind, two full seasons behind, season five, season six. The good thing is that they're only six episodes each, so it's easier it's easier to get through something when it's shorter like that. But I had been needing to finish that show because uh know it's been out for a little bit now, and I finally got to watch it, and it was pretty damn good. I know they're I know they're coming out with a movie too, so I'm waiting on that now. Whenever that is going to be coming out, but yeah, that was a hell of a good hell of a good show. Uh, watched a bunch of movies, like I said. Uh, watched The Descent. I watched 2005. I watched Intergalactic, which was fucking awesome animated Netflix thing. Kid Cuddy, really, really good. I watched the Redeem Team documentary, um,
2: which was incredible.
1: Um, maybe, maybe, made, made should it maybe up, maybe cry a little bit sometimes, too.
0: Really yeah, that's fair.
1: And then, uh, I, I finally watched Interstellar, which is a movie that I have been uh hearing about for years, and I know people have always been talking about that one. Um uh, so I finally watched it and and got that out of the way. Um I watched the new Puss in Boots movie which I honestly was kind of fun. I uh wasn't I heard it's expecting good. too much out of it. Yeah, it was it's was, it was, it's a good fun movie, man. I definitely I definitely uh would, would recommend it. It was if you're just looking for like a fun time it it, it, it was enjoyable. And the voice cast is pretty good too, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I watched clueless for the first time ever. Uh, so now I understand some of the, well, now I understand all of the, uh, you know, famous quotes and whatnot. Uh, I re dude. I rewatched rush hour for the first time in like years holy shit that movie is still hilarious (laughs) i fucking love that movie dude it is still just as funny and good as it was when the first time or however many other times you know
3: Mm -hmm. uh
1: i watched being john malkovich for the first time it's a weird ass movie but i've seen weirder I watched Dead Poet Society. I watched The Shining and Doctor Sleep, which I got some hot takes on those movies. I thought they were boring, dude. I'm just gonna be honest.
0: Have you never seen The Shining?
1: No, like not wow. all the way through. Really? I I wasn't huh? a fan though. I thought I thought it was especially the second one, Doctor Sleep. My goodness, dude. Put you to sleep. that, that
2: movie, <laughs> it's way it. too
1: long. It's way too long. It is such a long ass movie, and it's so weird too, man. Yeah, Doctor Sleep? Sleep, for sure, dude. But yeah, then I watched this other weird little movie from 1973 called Fantastic Planet. That was my. That was more my kind of weird, because that definitely is a weird movie. But that one was more like I thought that.
0: Oh, was I've I've yes, I've heard of this. Yes, I think uh, yeah. Matt Colville has talked about this that movie before.
1: So I finally uh, watched that um, yesterday, or. Before a day before, I don't know one one of these a couple of days ago. I think it was. Yeah. Yesterday. I watched it. It was, it was. I enjoyed it. It was. It was. It was, It was cool. I've
0: heard of Definitely it. Definitely yeah. weird though. Definitely weird though. So you know, yeah, I've seen parts stuff. of it. Definitely weird. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. Everybody, you know, got like D vibes and stuff. So I could see why he would watch something like that. And then of course, finally, uh, yesterday was the premiere of the last of us tv show i watched it i checked it out and i have to say i really enjoyed it 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 added a lot more that was not in the game i feel like the first half hour of that episode was like not even in the game like just stuff they added but it was cool though i i liked it i liked the little added stuff that they they put into it um Definitely looking forward to watching the rest of the series. I thought that first episode was a really good start. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. It was an, it was like an hour twenty long episode, and it didn't feel that long, at least to me. But, yeah, that's pretty much been what I've been up to. I'm gonna, you know, try to keep, uh, keep it up here with watching some things and some other movies I, I want to watch and get to that I've heard about. So we're gonna definitely be doing that over the next uh, week and. Hopefully for the rest of the year. I'm trying to keep up the watch one movie a day thing for the rest of the year. So That's my goal for that. But anyway, yeah. that's what I've been up to. What Hit a me by a to, mile.
0: Um, I watched the newest episode of The Bad Batch. Uh, which I can't wait till we talk about that on the, on the show. Because that episode is yeah. particularly interesting for a lot of reasons. Um, and then I also... I've, I've been playing WoW and stuff a little bit. But I'm going to start toning that back down shifting it down i want to i want to do some other things um a lot of the stuff i've been doing is just uh kind of prepping for like a, a tabletop thing sometime soon like i I've, I've i've downloaded i got a few books i've also been just following the uh the whole OGL thing that's been happening which i don't think we're going to talk about really too much on the show cuz it's just it's way complicated when you look at it um but if you guys have been into the tabletop stuff it's it's everywhere. If you've seen it on Twitter, there's YouTube videos. Go check out the Legal Eagle, uh video uh, as well about all that stuff. But I've been trying – I've been following that, I guess, drama, but it, it's just complicated legal stuff. I find it fascinating, uh, interesting to get everybody's takes on it and and stuff like that. Um, for those of you that haven't been following, it's just like uh, – Wizards of the coast is changing their open gaming license uh, or, or we're attempting to. And it's just a big, complicated mess. And ultimately, what it's going to lead to is like. It seems to be like a lot of game companies, they're just going to make their own game systems and be like, well, way to go, wizards. Yeah, you kind of. I feel like they really shot themselves in the foot. I feel like they really did. Like, I feel like they if they had any goodwill, they kind of ruined it. Uh. Regardless of how it all shakes out, like just because of the way they handled it and stuff. So um, you pissed everybody off, everybody that plays D&D, uh, a lot of people that make third party stuff, and it's just crazy. Um, so if you, any of you are interested in that, go do your own research on it. We're not going to talk about it too much on the show because it's just it's fucking complicated um, and a lot of legal jargon. Um I also watched the first episode of The Last of Us, because we, were, I'm sure we're going to do a show on it. Um, and yeah. I I played the first game up to a point, not super far into it, so I knew everything that was happening in that first episode, which was shocking, because I was like, wow, they really stuck to the game for the most part. And then they yeah. added a bunch of stuff in front of that, like DT said. I was like, I definitely don't remember that happening. Um it's pretty entertaining. I, I enjoyed the first episode. I thought it was good, thought it was great. So when I keep watching that, obviously, because we'll be doing a show on it, I'm sure, in the future. And that's kind of like. all I've really been up to not a whole lot for me, you know, there's a lot of things I want to do, I'm I'm. uh. A lot of things I'm doing just kind of at home. I'm trying to get kind of organized at home and stuff like that. I shaved the beard off. That's gone. I told you guys it was. I was gonna shave it. It's gone. You got baby face, Josh. Now um, I'm gonna. I'll start growing the scruff for my eventual heel turn. Uh, but I had to. Uh, I had to shave it. It was just annoying. It was just like you try to eat something. And it wants to get between your lips, and it just feels like you have a hair in your mouth all the time. It's just terrible. Terrible feeling. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just shaving it. So uh it wasn't immediately after the show last week. It was the next day. Because last <laughs> week's show went on longer than I thought. And uh I just didn't have time to shave, so yeah, uh but that that next easy. day yeah. That next day this shit was gone, dog. I couldn't I couldn't stand it anymore. It was like you had to get the fuck out of here, you know? Um Yeah nah.
1: That preview show though usually goes on pretty long this week should be i think shorter
0: yeah we'll probably have a little shorter show guys the the the, um just since we're talking about the show like i've always feel like the early part of the year is like the shows are shorter just because there's not a lot happening we're still in that ramp of phase for the year right we're getting some shows they're starting to come out uh we'll start getting game announcements in a couple months of things uh, news will start dropping all over the place, you know, that kind of stuff. And then we'll it, it, it happens like this every year. Uh, so the first yeah. the first half of our shows are usually like it's a lot of movies because there's the, a lot of movies that we can watch and get caught up on and things we may have missed. And and then as the shows kind of end, we'll be talking about those as well, that kind of stuff. Um, I've been trying to get a handle on my anxiety because I'm somebody that has like issues with anxiety a lot of the time. So I've been been doing some like just relaxing music like, like 30 minutes before the show. I was just like, let's just YouTube some relaxation music, not do anything for like 30 minutes and just listen to it. The eyes closed. It's kind of made me, I don't know if it actually helps or not or if it's just me thinking that it helps. But it makes me feel a little better about like, because I'm somebody that the moment I hit. DT knows this, and we've said it on the show before. It's like the moment, the moments before I hit let's go live, as like I am anxiety ridden a lot of the times. I'm just nervous. But once we're on, I'm fine, right? We've talked about this before. I'm trying to get a handle of that before that happens. So, like, I'm just trying to do some like relaxation music, trying to get myself a better focus as well, because I'm like, my brain goes in six different directions at all times, and it just leaves like a lot of unfinished work happening a lot like I just have a hard time focusing sometimes so trying to get a handle on those things uh new year new me kind of deal I guess but not really just trying to get a hold of things that I consider are my issues and problems and, and things so uh yeah that's kind of like all, all it's been man just trying to get a handle on those things uh for the past week uh I'm hoping uh now that I'm gonna I'm gonna start downshifting the wow I can start playing maybe some other games and talk about those on the show. Uh, I hope I can watch some. I don't think I'm gonna beat DT by any means, but I'd like to watch some more movies, um, and stuff like he is and 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 that stuff. So, DT, what do you say we hit into the game news, my friend, and and get get this show rolling for sure now.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: Let's hit it. First up, we have the gaming news. DT, what's going on in the world of gaming this past week and right now?
1: (laughs) Uh, We're going to start off with uh, the Forza Forza Horizon 5 creative director and five other playground staff are starting a new studio to build a premium open world game. So six Playground employees, including the creative director of 2021's Forza Horizon 5, have left the studio to form their own. This new studio is called Maverick Games, and the team there is already working on a new premium open-world game for consoles and PC, according to a Eurogamer report. The studio is not connected to Microsoft's Xbox umbrella of studios, but uh, Forza... Horizon 5's creative director Mike Brown is leading Maverick and is joined by Playground's former lead producer Tom Butcher, who is the new studio's executive producer, former technical director Matt Craven, who is Maverick's chief technical officer, and former technical art director Gareth Harwood, who is now content director. Uh, And this is what they had to say about, uh, well, Eurogamer reports that Maverick has already secured significant seed funding and is now actively working on its new game, which will be, which will be the aforementioned uh, open-world game for consoles and PC. And this is what they had to say. Uh, uh, well, this is what Brown had to say in a in a press release. Uh, Our goal is for Maverick Games to be a studio people will love for players. We're already at work on an exciting, ultra high-quality title, and for developers. Building a home where everyone is encouraged to take risks, be curious, be creative, be innovative, be themselves, and above all, be a maverick. So, just some little news about a new, uh, you know, new new studio opening up. Cool. Uh, forming from other people, I like I like the name too, Maverick Games. You know,
2: it's yeah. It's
1: good. Play some, uh, play some uh, Kenny Loggins there in the background. <laughs> zone. good to go, man.
0: We will watch their careers with a great interest. I wonder what they're working on. You know, the, an open world uh, game, but like what what kind of game? Like what, what what's going to be, what's it going to be about?
1: Like, yeah.
2: Curious. Curious.
1: See, see. Uh, we got some Ubi news. I know you love talking about Ubi, but, uh, <laughs> we, but we're going to talk about them a little bit because they have been in the news this past week over some stuff that they've been doing. Uh first and foremost uh because they have canceled three unannounced games and then guess what? Guess what? You're never going to guess what the next thing I'm going to say is. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna guess. You are not going to guess. We need a drum roll for this man because you you're not going to you, you guys out there if you know you know, but if you don't know Maybe you might have guessed it. But Skull and Bones has been delayed <laughs> again. Uh so in a financial update they uh, it was reported that Ubisoft has canceled 3 unannounced games uh and as well as have delayed Skull and Bones for like the 15th time uh the company cites major challenges in the industry uh continues to shift towards mega brands and long-lasting titles that can reach players across the globe uh across platforms and business models it says that over the last four years, its strategy has been about building long-lasting live games and adapting our, strong, our strongest franchises like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Tom Clancy games like Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six, and The Division to converging trends to make them truly global brands. However, the games from this investment phase have yet, have yet to be released. Uh, while our most recent launches have not performed as well as expected, Uh, compounding this effect in the context of worsening macroeconomic conditions. The trends over the holiday season in particular, the last weeks of December and beginning of January, have been uh, markedly and surprisingly slower than expected, Uh, they said in a press release. Uh, This overall context has triggered a full review of our revenue prospects, leading to increased uh, cautiousness over the coming years. Considering this, Combined with the significant additional investments that resulted from lockdown and the new working patterns that have profound impact on productions across the industry over the past three years, Ubisoft is announcing today that a set of measures dedicated to strengthening its long-term growth and value creation prospects. Um, so yeah, this is, I believe, the fifth time Skull & Bones has been delayed as well, and it's now projected for release in early...
2: Well, it says 2023 to 2024,
1: but we'll see, right? Uh, Although there will be a beta phase for the game coming soon. uh, And they were asked about why the game was being delayed again. They said the game needs, Ubisoft said the game needs more polish. Uh, The additional time has already paid off and brought impressive improvements to its quality, which has been confirmed by recent playtests believe the players will be positively surprised by its evolution. We've decided to postpone its release in order to have more time to showcase a much more polished and balanced experience to build awareness. So there you go. Uh, one last thing is that Ubisoft noted that it, it decreased its quarter three 2022-2023 net bookings from roughly $892 million to about $779 million. Uh... And they also noted that big releases like Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope and Just Dance 2023 performed lower than expected. So overall, Ubisoft is just, Look oh, man, not 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 in the best shape right now, right?
0: I think we're done with the dancing. I think the dime for dancing is over. All right, and I feel like Mario Rabbits is cool and all, but it's like it's kind of niche. It's a little niche, isn't it? Like I feel like it is. It's it's very like limited. In terms of of how many players you would get to play that, I guess it's still underperformed. But I was just curious. I was like, when the fuck was Skull and Bones announced? So it was announced at E3 forever in 2017. Ago. 2017. Yeah, and they've been working on it since like 2013. And it's like, I mean, bro, that's crazy to me. That reminds me of, speaking of
1: Ubisoft, I'll bring that up real quick too, but. They also claim that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is still in development, but you know when that game was announced? For the first time? Like, 15 years ago. Yeah. So that's another game that they've been working on for over a decade that I I don't know what they're doing with these games, man. Like, why does it take so long for these things to get made, bro? Like, yeah. I don't...
0: That's the, it is weird, <laughs> like, and we were sitting here thinking, or sorry, when we talked... I want to say at some point, maybe it was a couple of shows ago, but as we were sitting here talking, and you were talking about that article, I was like, what were all the Ubisoft games that came out last year? Because to be honest with you, I barely remember any other than the Mario Rabbids, which you just mentioned, which was last year, right? Like the new one. Yeah. And then the Just Dance. What else was there in 2022 that came from Ubi? Because I don't remember anything. Like, I was Googling, Googling, and it's just it's like, here's what's coming from Ubi in 2023. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm they looking had, for um, <laughs>
1: 2022 releases. They had that Rainbow Six game you loved, remember? Extraction?
0: That right. That like another one Which, of their... One we of, told them it like, was a terrible <laughs> idea, and they didn't listen.
1: Uh, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that was another one of their, their big games last year. So, yeah, I think it was that. I mean, Just Dance, like, a, a lot of people love that game, so... You know, it's not my thing, but a lot of people like that. So, that's like that's like their their FIFA or their you know two K like that. That's like their their sports game basically that comes out every year. They just change it up or whatever, right? Yeah. So that is always gonna have people that like it. So that makes sense. Uh, Tom Clancy Extraction. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That was kind of a weird one. Like I kind of like the idea of it, but I'm kind of w- like I don't know why that needed to be a Tom Clancy game, right? Like. Could have just yeah. been anything,
0: I think. What they managed to do there was just piss off people that liked the Tom Clancy brand because that doesn't feel like a Tom Clancy thing to me personally. personally. And then,
1: yeah, and then, like, yeah, apart from Mario and Rabbids, I don't know what else, like, what other major games they came out with.
0: So, like, did
1: th- Go what's
0: going on at Ubi? That's what I wanted. What's going on over there? Like, is it just mismanagement? Is it all the bad press? Are they trying to sell? Are they, are, are, you know, like, are they trying to tank the company? Like, it feels like Ubi's in trouble to me, just just based off this. Other than we know they got, like, a billion Assassin's Creed's in development that are going to be coming, right? Like, and don't get me wrong, yeah. I'm looking forward to some of those. But it's like, it just feels fucking weird to me, this company right now. We saw it feels like it's in a weird spot. And I don't... I just don't know what's going on over there. Like, I really don't. They don't feel like they're doing well.
1: Oh, they had that Roller Champions game, but, like, who the hell played that? I don't know anybody that played it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just,
1: well, yeah, while you were talking, I was like, what are some of the games... They honestly did not have, a, a like, a, a good year last year. Like, they, you know, in terms of games, I just... I don't besides the stuff we already mentioned, I don't see any other, like, big,
2: you know, that's it. Yeah, I don't...
0: I have no clue what's going on over at Ubi right now. We do they feel like they've been in a bit a, of a slump. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well,
1: apart from the, apart from those Assassin's Creed games that we mentioned, we do know that they're working on a Star Wars game, too, remember?
0: Yeah, and they're working on an Avatar game, the, the, yeah, the Pandora oh, yeah. thing.
1: Right, I forgot that was them. I, I knew that was coming out, but I forgot that was them. But okay. well,
0: maybe they're sense. not in trouble. I don't know. It just feels weird, don't it? Like, they're, they're working on all these things for these big th- things. They're working on an Avatar thing. They're working on the Star Wars thing. You know, they've got a, a billion Assassin's Creeds in development. They just don't have anything, like, right now, I guess? But it, yeah. it feels like it's weird for somebody like Ubi that you always have games out, even if they're not necessarily the best. Um, I don't know. It's a strange, strange, strange time. Yup, 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 yup. For the for the Ubis.
1: <laughs> exactly, Majin. Like you're like you hear the name, you're like, well, yeah. I guess should, we'll uh, see. You know, we shall see. Indeed.
3: All right.
0: What's next on the on the game of news, my friend? We're gonna stick stick
1: with Ubi and uh, talk about some Assassin's Creed Mirage. Which uh, in an interview with Games Radar, uh, Creative Director Stefan Boudon said that uh, a convergence of several inputs helped shape the creation of Mirage. Uh, the first in their mind is the voice of the community. Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla. They're all great games with the promise to live an epic journey and a strong fantasy, he says. Um, amongst our fans, we started hearing the desire for a character-driven story focused on the core pillars of the first Assassin's Creed in a more intimate scale. It resonates with us as well as developers. This was the starting point of the project. Mirage pays homage to the original Assassin's Creed in several ways. That more intimate scale was a necessity when Altair took his first shaky, free-running steps. But Basim's story makes a more deliberate choice to embrace that scope. It's also set in a similar part of the world, returning to the Middle East via 9th century Baghdad rather than the Holy Land, and concerning itself directly with the Assassin's Order rather than the proto-killers that the more recent games have dabbled. So this year, Assassin's Creed is going back to their origins a little bit more with uh, kind of more of their earlier games, you know, making it more Assassin's Creed, like, you know, more of an assassin character because I haven't played any of the new trilogy of games that they've done. You know, they look awesome and I want to play them and I can't wait to play them. That's why I'm currently playing uh, Rogue right now so that I can get to playing the newer ones. But I'm trying to catch up, right? So I have heard, though, that the newer games you are kind of like not really an assassin, though. You're just kind of like. You know, an assassin, but. Or, you know, obviously it's an Assassin's yeah. Creed game, but like it's not you're not really playing an assassin kind of right.
0: Yeah, you're more like a depending on which one you're playing, you're more like here, you're a warrior and you can kind of assassinate people. And it's a totally different like type of deal. um Yeah.
1: Yeah, which that was cool because they tried something different, right? Cause yeah, and it was times, nice for people, a change. People mm-hmm. were complaining about like, oh, it's too, you know. The thing that people complain about whenever, it's you know, a game that comes out every year, like it's just, you know,
2: yeah,
1: a lot of the same, but with like changes. But um, no, I think I think this is a good change because like, no, I think
2: I, so
1: too. Like like I said, I haven't played any of the newer games but I already know that those are going to be super long and I don't know how long I'm going I'm I'm to play those for, to be honest. Cause like I like open world kind of games like that, but I just find myself, especially these days, like just not having the time or like, you know, wanting to explore everything anymore. Like, it's just, I like super large open worlds like that, but, but to an extent, like this is why yeah. this is why I say about like Starfield, like it, like oh they're gonna have like a thousand, you know a thousand planets or whatever, and and you know it's like well cool, but also not cool because who has the time to explore all that shit, like, and and is like everything they're gonna be even like worth exploring or like like what's the detail level? But anyway, that's that's a that's a whole other thing for that game. But the point is, I think this is a good good thing for Assassin's Creed that they're kind of going back to their origins. Yeah, not to be confused with Assassin's Creed origins, but they're going back to their franchise's origins. And like a smaller, more intimate uh game where you actually play an assassin. I think this will be good, you know. After having like three huge games where you're a Viking and a you know, you're in ancient Egypt and and then Greece, right? The three Three big, uh you know, mythologies right there.
0: They hit them with the age of mythology uh, treatment. They gave you three games, each of them set in this particular uh, yeah uh, culture. Uh, no, I agree with you. Like sometimes you want like because I played Titanfall two not that long ago, right? Sometimes you just like that nice, tight, just a good story uh that's enjoyable, right? I yeah. I, I like those newer Assassin's Creed games, but they are fucking long. There's so much to do, and I eventually fall off because they are so long uh, and it's like. It's like, oh, that's so much and, and and I'm also the type of person that's like I have to do everything. That's how I feel in games is like I need to do yeah. everything. I need to experience yeah. everything. I need to uncover the whole map. I have to do all these boss fights. I have to go collect all these things
3: yeah, or I'm else I don't
0: feel complete And, and like. It, it, and it's like I just stopped playing the game instead of completing the game and completing all of that because if I can't complete all of that and complete the game I just, I, I take my ball and not go home, I guess, but you know, it's I, I'm the same as you I think this is good, like a little bit of a tighter story a little bit smaller scale uh, kind of going back to the OG Assassin's Creed which I liked I love the old school Assassin's Creed games, you know, I was when they first originally showed the cinematic trailer for Altair and in the original Assassin's Creed, I was hyping in from even then. And I I, I kind of got like... And I don't even feel like that old style would have gotten old if they weren't just throwing a game every fucking year. Like, you know, they, they push things at you until it's just so stale. It, it doesn't even have to be like you have to innovate all that much to make it better. It's that Ubisoft's whole business model is all right we nailed this it's sold copy paste do a few changes throw it out there next year copy paste make a few changes throw it out there next year i think that's kind of like what people kind of get sick of if they gave it had given it room to breathe over time that wouldn't have happened as fast it probably still would have happened but it wouldn't have happened as fast um but yeah i think this is a this would be nice a, a nice little go back All right, DT. What is next,
2: my
1: friend? All right. We have... I was talking about Starfield earlier. Speaking of them, let's talk about Bethesda. Because Xbox and Bethesda uh, is going to be having a Developer Direct coming later this month. So Microsoft has announced the Xbox and Bethesda uh, Developer Direct a new... Game Showcase, providing fans with an inside look at some of the games coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass over the next few months. It will air on January 25th and feature Xbox Studios like Arcane, Austin, Mojang Studios, Turn 10 Studios, Zenimax Online Studios. This developer will uh, direct will focus on big features, extended gameplay showcases, and the latest info for Xbox games launching in the next few months, including The Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends and Redfall Uh, you might uh, notice a big galaxy sized absence in this lineup Starfield Uh, Xbox says that a standalone uh, Starfield show is in the works to dedicate the proper amount of time for a deep dive into the game.
0: We gotta make sure we get Todd Howard on camera for two hours to tell you everything you need to know about this game and not show you any of it (laughs)
3: that's kind of what it's been like so far
0: right yeah i know that's what's killing me about this game like i want to be excited but they just i can only get so excited looking at todd howard's face (laughs) it's my guy (laughs) oh man uh it's crazy so yeah
1: that'll be a a new a new showcase kind of like how nintendo has their directs and you know playstation has their state of plays and all that stuff so
0: oh they show me something
1: finally getting in on that
0: that sells me on Redfall because I don't care about that game at the moment. Like, if you can give me something that gets me into it, that'd be cool. But so far, i got a big nothing burger. It will air on Wednesday, January
1: 25th at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. So next week. Exciting. Next Wednesday. The last thing I got here, Josh, if you don't have anything else.
0: I do not. Currently. The Last thing
1: I got here is we have a launch trailer for Dead Space. It's called Humanity Ends here. So let's check this out because I Oh god actually.
0: Sorry, it started auto playing. I'm I am not capturing it for some reason. What the heck? Two seconds, guys. Let me fix that. Alright, we're good.
1: Boom. All Sorry right.
0: about that. And we're good.
1: Three, two, one. yourselves
0: She's gonna smash us into the hall
2: I think it's me it's all falling apart here hey, is it coming
0: where is everybody In the man a hand
1: Damn.
3: Don't you want to be reunited with the people you lost? Our homecoming will be truly divine.
1: Look at all that shit, man.
2: the way
1: out for but we don't have much time humanity ends here they even got an extended gameplay walkthrough you can go check out we're not gonna watch it here but if you want to check that out definitely go or to their YouTube channel. Watch that.
2: Over on YouTube. Yeah, yeah that was that cool, man. Yeah,
1: it was cool. Um, it reminds me of like, cause I never played the game, but just seeing that kind of reminds you of like an Alien Isolation, but one where you actually get to defend yourself with like guns and stuff. And obviously, you know, there's those no unimores but whatever the fuck else all that other stuff is all that nastiness you gotta deal with yeah so uh yeah that's a game I've been I've been wanting to play for years but then I remember or then I saw that they were making a remake and I'm like well I'll just
0: wait for that you know. I'll just wait for the pretty version exactly exactly
2: no margin no <laughs> get out of here
0: with that yeah, <laughs> uh, that's it for the gaming news. I don't think there's anything uh, anything to, else can, anywhere. TV news
1: is gonna be real quick because I only got two things. So
0: all right, that's cool. Let's hit it. Swap we're it
1: gonna, We're gonna get through this real quick. All right, what's up first? So the first thing we have here is that uh, Paramount Plus has gotten the the, uh, new D&D or Dungeons & Dragons TV series. Uh, They've landed the eight-episode series based on our role-playing game. Uh, Red Notice filmmaker Rawson Marshall Thurber wrote the pilot script and is set to direct the first episode. Uh, the series project has been in development for almost a year. Uh, E1 shopped the property to potential buyers beginning in November, with Paramount Plus winning out, uh, out with its straight-to-series order. So we know there's a lot of news out there right now in terms of D&D, and not a lot of it is good, but TV show is uh, going to be on Paramount
2: Plus. Whenever that comes out. Yeah. Be interesting. Need more details.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Not a whole lot there out there right now. We know that they're working on a lot of stuff like the movie and which is coming out this year, and then you know, they got you know,
0: all the shit they're dealing with right now. So they're trying real hard to monetize the brand D and D. Even though mm-hmm. they already made tons of money off of it, but what is um It'll be interesting. I saw some people talking about how, like... They need to stop just naming things Dungeons & Dragons. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like we're going to have a movie in a few months, or whenever. Yeah. And it's going to be Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. It's like, what they need to do is, like, do Dungeons and & Dragons, and then, boop, here's Honor Among Thieves. Here's, I don't know, Sword of Kos, Here's, here's, uh... The merry band of slayers, whatever, you know, like it should all, and now all those, it should all feed down into like, here's this franchise, here's this franchise, here's this franchise. Instead of just trying to monetize and call everything Dungeons and Dragons, it's kind of weird. Uh, but that's what they see the money as, I guess. So they want to throw, here's Dungeons and Dragons, everything. Just some interesting side talk that I, I found interesting. Um,. What do we get next, DT?
1: The next thing is something that dropped actually today, earlier today. And it is a new poster for The Mandalorian Season 3. So there's Let's a little tweet here that the official account put out. They gave us a poster, and they're letting us know. There, well, there's a the poster right there. Look at it. Pretty cool, pretty cool. We got, we got Din and the baby, baby Grogu right there.
2: Uh,
1: they let. They also let us know that tonight during the NFL Wild Card game, we're gonna be getting a new official trailer for season three, which I am mighty excited about, and I will be reacting to. So keep an eye on that because I will be checking that out, and obviously we're gonna put it in the news for next week, and we'll, you know, we'll we. Watch it here. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be reacting to it tonight. So keep an eye out for that. Although by the time this goes up on YouTube, that video might already be up. So True. watch it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> but yeah, it looks cool. Uh, not not really a whole lot to go off of, but it's just Din and, and Grogu and they're flying off with this jetpack and he's shooting something. They're looking yeah. at something, but I'm excited because I was really when I saw the first trailer back at Star Wars Celebration in May of last year. It was I've been hyped since, man. I've been hyped since then.
0: I'm pretty excited. So
1: I cannot wait to see what we're gonna see tonight, man. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm 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 very 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 happy we're getting another trailer. Um, but yeah. That, that'll do it for our. That'll do it for our TV news, man. That's great. That's the
0: TV news, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. with It wasn't.
1: It wasn't. A, it wasn't a lot today, man. It was. It was. Or this week because there's not a whole lot going on. I think.
0: Beginning. There's been year like troubles.
1: There's there's been like a. To be fair though, there's been like a lot of like award shows and stuff going on like the past yeah. week or so, and that's kind of been the majority of the news. And I just you know we don't. We could talk about that, but I'm just like I don't I don't know, I don't I don't think. I don't think we necessarily want to
2: talk about that on here. Um, but yeah. Nah.
1: So we got a we got a few things on our movie news. Uh, this week's news section portion is gonna be over real soon because we just got three things. We- So the first mm-hmm. thing we have is uh, the trailer. Remember how last week we had a poster for Ant-Man, letting us know there'd be a trailer, at the, you know, during the football game. Same thing this week, but for Mando. But last week we had a trailer for for uh, Ant-Man, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and check that out. I've already seen it. I reacted to it. If you want to go check it out, uh, my initial thoughts on it. It's on my YouTube channel, but. Uh, Let's check out this trailer here, Josh. Did you watch this?
0: I did. I Ready? watched it as it dropped because I was watching the game. Uh All right. The football game. Cool.
1: So let's check it out. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go.
0: You're an interesting man, Scott Lang.
1: There's something in this trailer that I didn't notice until after I watched it, but then after like kind of went through it slowly I noticed it right away
3: but you've
2: lost a lot of time like me we can help each other with that
0: who are you I'm the man who can give you the one thing you want what's that time he can rewrite existence and shatter timelines. You cannot trust him. I don't care who this guy is. I just lost so much. He can give us a second chance.
1: Quantum fucking realm looks nuts. Everything you call life will end.
3: This is all my fault.
2: You may not want her to watch this. We had a deal.
1: Dude, this fight between these two is going to be like... Look at Modok! Yeah, Modok!
2: You
3: could win I don't have to win we both just
1: have to lose Scott got messed up I'm sorry
3: Cassie.
1: looks pretty good man I think it was pretty good
0: it is insane to me that Kang's like first battle is going to be with fucking Ant-Man. And I'm so hyped for it, dude. Like it is crazy to me. Oh, that looks so good in oh, that fucking line. it's Like, I don't need to win. I just need us both to lose. Uh oh, Let yeah. ah! I'm excited yeah, as fuck that, for this movie.
1: That, yeah, that, that shit looks amazing. Also, whoever edited this trailer either fucked up, or I guess Marvel doesn't really care that we get to see Modoc's face without the without the mask on. Yeah, because uh, like the fifty-six second mark, you can clearly see his face. Clearly. Mhm. And yeah. but yeah this movie looks cool man Jonathan Major's gonna kill it as Kang and I wanna see fucking Kang versus Lang bro let's let's get it on that's gonna be a hell of a fight dude when he like stomps on when he stomps on him and the helmet's got the crack over it I'm like oh shit this is gonna be like bonkers man dude,
3: the
1: other I... thing is like
0: Kang, Kang looks like he's taking some battle damage in that fucking shot too like who's who's who's
1: that's true, yeah.
0: Kang's like, "Hi shit. Is Scott really able to do some damage to him or what's going on?" here? You know, like I'm curious. Um, to that stuff as well. Oh, I'm I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, it's going to be That's going to be very very I I don't I don't for some reason I don't feel like this movie is getting as much hype as it should be. Like I don't know. I like, like for starters, we're we're getting Kang properly in the movie, right? Like we saw him as you know, he who remains in Loki, but it wasn't like actually, you know, Kang. And then this is the actually this is the start of Phase Five, so it's gonna be big, man. I, I the other well, the I thing is,
0: watch this. DT is like we're like fans, right? Like we follow all this Marvel stuff and stuff like that, so we get hyped, right? And the vast majority of people that we surround ourselves with are also like that, so we see them get hyped. But like, I don't know how much the general audience is like. Kang? Who the fuck's Kang? What's Loki? I didn't watch Loki. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know this character, so maybe that's why there's not as much hype around it. Um, I don't know, but fucking, I'm hyped as shit uh, for it. That's the thing. Though, I don't even
1: mean the general audience. I mean like, like people who are into these movies. Like,
0: like I've seen people into these movies that are hyped. Maybe it's just who we're seeing. I don't know. I, 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 I
1: just, I guess I just haven't seen enough like hype around people who I think would be hype.
0: I think people sleep on Ant Man. That's what I think it is, and I've been on that train since the beginning. I like Ant Man. All right, scored high on my list. High marks. Uh, I don't know. It. I, I. Well, I'm fucking hyped. I hope other people get hyped too. I. Did you think anybody die? Who who dies in this movie, DT? Who's dying? Tell me.
1: In this movie, shit. I don't know. Uh, I think. I feel like they're showing Scott getting hurt too much in this uh, trailer. So I don't think it's going to be him. Like, I think that's, that'd be, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not going to do that. So I don't think it's going to be him. Hmm. Um, But somebody's going to die. I don't, maybe Hank, maybe Hank. Or, yeah, I or, could uh, see Hank. I want to see either Hank or uh, or or Janet, one of one of uh, or both maybe. I don't know. Yeah, one of one of Hope's parents, I think maybe either Hank or, or or Janet. That's that's if I had to guess, maybe maybe them. I don't think like Scott or like any you know any of the main main characters, but I could see like like I said, Hank or or Janet maybe Biden.
0: Do you think Modok is, like, meant to be a surprise and that's why we don't see him a whole lot in this trailer? I mean,
1: that's what I'm saying. If if he is meant to be a surprise, somebody who edited this trailer fucked up because we clearly see who he is. Uh,
0: like, like I f- we're definitely going to see Modok a lot more than just, like, a one-off kind of... He's in the background. Because we see him in battle armor. Or battle... I, head armor, I guess. battle. battle I, I hope... I hope
1: that they don't just bring him in and kill him off in one movie
0: that's what i'm afraid of (laughs) that's what i'm like afraid of
1: i would i would like to see modok appear in other stuff but with marvel you don't know man because with marvel the strength has always been the hero characters right as Mm -hmm. opposed to the villains i mean they they do have some strong villains especially more recently like with namor and and uh you know Thanos and you know obviously there's loki and stuff but like then you have other villains like malekith and fucking, you know ronin the accuser and stuff that are like you know who cares right but uh yeah i hope i hope they don't kill off modok right away uh he'd be cool to see come back in the future mm-hmm. um i agree well
2: i don't know. You know we're just gonna have to wait and see i guess Well, I can't wait to see that
0: movie. I'm gonna. I'm. It's one of those. that I'm gonna try to go opening, you know, day to see because I really, I'm a big fan of Ant Man. Probably more yeah, than I wanna, uh, the average person. I want to go. I'm definitely gonna try to watch
1: that one because I, I haven't watched any of the other Ant Mans in the theater, but I, I want to try to watch this one for sure.
2: Yeah. It was
1: Hundred a good wow Yeah.
2: It's
1: exactly. Crazy. It was, the, there was a good while there that I just, I didn't go to the theater and watch stuff because, you know, it's just, movie theaters, movie theaters expensive man.
0: They're expensive and it's like, there for a little bit, I was going like every week seeing something. And then there was like a dry spell where it was like, I don't know if I want to see anything right now. There was like a lot I just didn't want to see either. um But I definitely, this will probably be the first movie theater visit for me in the new year, I guess.
1: Uh, hopefully for me, it will be as well. Cause I do want to watch it, but we'll see. We shall see. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's all I got for Ant-Man. Uh, we can move on to the next thing.
0: Sure. Let's hit it. What's next?
1: Uh, next thing we have is we have director Matt Reeves talking about the Batman and how he is reportedly deep into writing the sequel. Uh, he says we are working on a movie. I'll put it to you that way. We are deep in it, and my partner and I are writing, Matt, Mattson Tomlin, and I are writing, and it's really exciting, and I'm really excited about what we're doing. So,
2: yeah. That's cool. I, I the
1: Batman was my favorite movie of, I guess, last year, right? It came out last year yeah, yeah, yeah last, year. last
0: year it was it was early right it was early
1: last yeah, year yeah yeah it was like march or something but i i kind of lost i, I kind of lost track of time because it was it was supposed to come out in 2021 but then they moved to 2022 and then it came out and then, yeah, Anyway, but yeah it was my favorite movie of last year um i really 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 liked it definitely more than other people for sure i re-watched that movie so much when it came out uh like on HBO Max and stuff cuz I just I mm-hmm. I watched the hell out of it but I really enjoyed it. So I can't wait to see what it was good. They do with the sequel. I know we talked about in the past like what villains we'd like to see for the second one. And man, I don't I don't know. There's the the potential is exciting, but uh I definitely want to see what what they do with it because um, I thought they did such a fantastic job with the first one. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah. I I I enjoyed that movie a lot. Uh, and enjoyed it quite a bit. And I feel like most people I saw liked it at the very least. I saw... I was watching a YouTube video the other day, and the person in the video hated it. I was like, what? And then they went off on this long list of reasons on why they hated it, and I was like, you listed everything I liked about that movie for the reasons you hated it. I think you're wrong, sir. Anyway. uh, The Batman was great, and I'm excited for a sequel. And... There's, uh, God, I'm just sitting here thinking about all the villain potential, uh, but I, I don't want to speculate on it. We'll, we'll see it when it comes along. What do we What do we got next, DT?
1: Yeah, we we definitely talked when we did a, the episode on that. We definitely yeah, talked about it. So we've if talked it. stuff. If you want to hear our thoughts about all that <laughs> stuff? Go watch the Batman episode we did last year. Last thing we got here is uh, we got William H Macy joining the cast of Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Twentieth century uh it's unknown who he'll be playing but he is joining the movie and this series uh for one of 20th century studio's most popular and enduring franchises um yeah I mean that's cool uh
2: there's been like a little bit of news about this
1: movie past few months so looks like uh, I, th- I think it's curious that they say he rounds out the cast because I don't even know who else is in this movie like I know we talked about like some other cast members but at the same time I feel like there wasn't enough for, for me to be like or, or for, you know, to say that he's rounding it out but we do know that Freya Allen is in it she plays uh i think siri in the witcher show she's gonna be in uh in the movie um kevin oh yeah kevin durand was in it as well and then i don't remember other names
0: but yeah Yeah, i'm looking i'm like i don't really recognize a lot of these folks
1: oh eka darville yeah he's uh was a dude from jessica jones yeah
0: um, I'll say it. I'm a little Planet of the Apes out, to be honest. I'm a little sick of Planet of the Apes, and I say that as a fan of Planet of the Apes. I'm a little sick of Planet of the Apes right now.
1: Um, uh, I'm curious with what they're gonna do with these because I wasn't the biggest fan of that last trilogy. I think I liked the second one the most, but I didn't really like those movies as much as everybody. I think they're kind of a little overrated, to be honest, in terms of like trilogies. People always talk about like some of the best trilogies in like you know recent years or whatever they always put the apes trilogy up there and I'm like, I don't see it. Like I, I, I only really like the second one and the other two were kind of just like, whatever. To me. But you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like intrigued with like the potential of a new movie, but I'm not ex- like definitely not excited or like, you know, anything like that. I'm just, I'm like curious about what they're going to do. Like, ha. How different are they going to make it from the other ones that we've seen? Or how similar are they going to make it to the ones that we've seen? That's going to kind of really determine, like, where I sway, you know. Probably Mm -hmm. until I see a trailer is when I'll, you know, get a better, you know, idea. But,
2: yeah. But, there we have it.
1: That is our news for this week.
2: That is the news ladies and gentlemen.
0: Um Yeah, I guess we could take a quick break. I don't need a super long one, but I do need to get up a second. Um And we'll come back and we'll talk about our main topic, I guess, uh devotion uh for a little bit. And, yeah, we'll be right back after this, guys. I'll put some music on for you guys, run some ads on the break. YouTube, this will be instantly for you. We'll be right back after this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God, be right back, sign. There we go. Ah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back from our break. Hope you enjoyed your break as well. We're going to move into the second half of the show, which is we watched a movie this past week. DT DT and I did, called Devotion. It came out at the end of last year, I think around November. Uh, But let's get into that film.
1: Let's do it. Shall we,
0: DT? DT, to start us off, uh, did you like the movie?
1: I did. I did like it. Um, I, I typically do like these kind of movies, but at the same time, it's like, you know... I say that, but then we have other movies like Pearl Harbor that are kind of like his <laughs> it's like, I don't, know, I don't know about that one. But but no, I did like this one. Yeah, it was cool. I liked both Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell as well in this movie too.
0: So Yeah. They are so the I two I stars. Uh I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um uh it was less action-y than I thought it was going to be. It was much more okay. um Yeah. Uh I guess drama. Yeah, I, I, I don't really consider it like drama. E but it was like we're following these characters and they're and they're going about everything going on. So that type of movie. Yeah, um, action
1: drama. Yeah.
0: yeah. There. The, when there is action, the action is good. I just was expecting more action. That's not a bad thing. Just uh, I was expecting one thing and got another. That's all. Um, yeah. I didn't
1: mind it though, cause I I, I thought it was like like. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to the action, I was like, oh shit, that's right. We are gonna like. See some a you know, some some air stuff you know, but up until that point I was just kind of enjoying the 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 story for what it was and and, and yeah. just following Jesse and and you know, and his wingman and you know Jesse with his his lady and their daughter and all that stuff man like it was yeah I I was liking it man it was it was it was enjoyable for sure um so I didn't even mind the like the you know the actual war uh stuff from it you know the actiony war stuff so yeah um yeah
2: um
0: let me give this synopsis to the to the chat here that's what i was trying to get for you guys this is the, it is the the movie is the inspirational true story of Jesse Brown, the first black aviator in U.S. Navy history, and his enduring friendship with his fellow fighter pilot, Tom Hudner. Helping to turn the tide in the most brutal battle in the Korean War, uh, the heroic sacrifices ultimately make the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Yeah, because this movie is based on true story. Real people. Mm-hmm. Um yes. And there's a part at the end, that I was like, "Nah, that surely that didn't happen." I'm pretty sure they're just adding this in here for drama. And then I looked it up afterwards, and I was like, "Holy shit, that actually happened." Uh, <laughs> which we can talk about at the end when we get there, if you want to. Uh, I don't yeah, know how yeah, much yeah, we're yeah. gonna spoil it or anything like that. We can. No, I mean, we, we for might movies, as well. we can. I mean, I
1: mean, yeah. Look, it's
0: based <laughs> on real life, so. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, And if you're watching
1: this, then you know you probably already watched the movie. So. True. It's fine. Uh or listening to it rather. Anyway, same same difference. But yeah. Um yeah, I, I also didn't know who else was gonna be in this cast, um, apart from the two main characters, you know? Yeah. Which is not to say that I I mean I didn't really recognize a whole lot of people, but there were some here and there. You know, like I didn't know fucking Joe Jonas was gonna be in this movie. I was like, what the hell when I saw him?
0: I'll be honest with you, I was like, "Oh, it's just a Jonas." I didn't know which one it. I didn't even know which character he was. To be honest with you, because I don't know those guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> until like, the credits come up and it's like, "Oh, this is Joe Jonas." Was that character? That's cool.
1: Um, yeah, you hear yeah, he was one of the, he was one of the dudes, and um, and then like, fucking, they had Elizabeth Taylor show up in the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was played by a. a
2: um, the
1: same lady who played uh, Medusa in Inhumans, which I mean, it's not not saying a lot if you are in Inhumans, but like that's kind of where like I recognize her from because I, I was, I mm-hmm. like I recognize this lady from somewhere. And I couldn't remember from where, but of but of course I had seen humans. and I mean that that was not great, but but um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's where I know her from. Makes sense. I thought she was good as Elizabeth Taylor too, though you know. But
2: um, yeah, just it's like seeing them in like France and like you know, glenn
1: Powell like trying to trying to go for for the lady, and then like yeah, like Jesse getting you know into some shit, and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna go back up, my boy," you know. But then like also in the middle of that, you have the whole thing of like Jesse not wanting to be saved either because like yo I, i'm a, I'm a man i can handle my own stuff too i've been doing this for a lot longer than i've known you buddy like you know mm-hmm. what i mean so there's all of that going on at the same time and then like again the whole you know family aspect of jesse and his wife and his daughter and all that which all that was was pretty, pretty cute too and, and whatnot but um yeah I, I i really enjoyed it um there was something that you said like in reference to like the end of the movie, once we got to like the end end and they were like talking about like some of the real life facts, I was like, no way on, on this one thing that I just, I could not believe. But yeah, I guess, we'll I guess we'll get to that when we get to that, but I just wanted to bring that up again. Cause you could that. Yeah. You brought that up yeah. briefly. Um, but yeah, uh, what are, what are some of your favorite things, uh, in this movie, like maybe like a scene or like, I feel like for me personally, the music wasn't really like that big of a thing. But I mean, in certain moments, it, it was it was pretty nice. I, I, um, but yeah, is there anything like like super like memorable or standout ish? That um, was there. That's not a word. That the stood out. You know, like like for you or anything. The the particular? things
0: that get to me. The, the things that I noticed in this movie is just like uh how emotional jonathan major's performance is like he cries on cue at, at sometimes uh, not on cue but like you know when it would make sense for his character to have like and glenn powell does too in a few scenes i was like this movie is really like emotional and like these guys are really like giving it they're all in these roles like yeah like you you can you can tell sometimes when people phone it in but those guys weren't phoning it in and those emotional moments that happened during the course of this uh, film. So that kind of stood out to me. Um, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite moments is when Jesse, like, they're go- going to the casino, right? And they're going to go in and he starts speaking French to, like, oh, stick it to that yeah. fucking asshole at the door. Like, fuck that guy. And
1: they're like, yo, we don't know you could speak French. Like, right, yo, yeah. what the I picked it up yeah, in that, high school. That, that, that was cool, <laughs> for sure, yeah. that was a good, That was a great moment. Yeah, because no. then before that, he's like, yo, I met, we got invited by, you know, like, you know, what? Like, by, I got invited by Elizabeth Taylor. And they're like, yo, bet, like, like what you mean? Like, <laughs> We don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, damn right I did. He's like, dress up, boys, because we're going out to a casino.
0: <laughs> Put on your finest.
1: Yeah, that whole thing was cool, man. I, I like that for sure.
0: I I do, I do, um love when he just walks up to elizabeth taylor and she turns around she's like you made it like and the guys are all like oh shit (laughs) like i love that part like yeah like yo he really
1: he really wasn't lying what the hell (laughs)
0: yeah that
1: that that kind of stuff was, was was really really good um just little moments like that like again not even that's why I didn't mind that there wasn't as much action in the movie, mm-hmm. because like just stuff like that, I thought was like really, like, some good character just, moments. Just yeah, just really, really cool stuff, man. Like like little little instances of of things like that that happened that I that was just like yeah, that's this movie doesn't need as much action. Like sure, I like that kind of stuff and it's nice yeah. to see, but you know we we didn't need to happen like all the time. And like I said, I was watching the movie. And like, I know that we're going to see that at some point, but I wasn't like waiting on it. You know? I was just like, I was just like enjoying the story for what it was and following these characters around and just, you know, like just, just going on the journey with them, man. Like, you know, it wasn't like I was waiting on, you know, the flight scenes to happen. I was just like enjoying the movie for what it was, which I think is a good thing because, mm-hmm. you know, it could have been a case of like, man, this drama stuff that's going on right now is boring. Or not working, but I felt like for me, it was the opposite effect. Like I thought it worked really well, and I was kind of, I was like engaged, and I was like invested in Jesse and his, and and his family, and and, and all that good stuff. And yeah, I was I was I was on board with him, man. I was about it. So, I, I I definitely I definitely enjoyed that aspect of it. And then it was cool just seeing the relationship of of Jesse and Tom too. You know, like these two guys that are newly uh you know new 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 wingmen basically right mm-hmm. that, that we see them meet each other and kind of become like more than just wingmen kind of like like bros and stuff and
0: yeah
1: and it was uh it was, it was cool man i i i like that it was, it was good stuff
0: one of the moments uh early in the movie when he invites him into the house and Daisy uh, Jesse's wife is like he trusts you because he's only ever invited like two people in this house so It's you and yeah. and bill bill Coing, the other the other one of the other pilots um, uh, Which if I Not a knock or anything, but I was like I really kind of wish there was It's a moment where it's like I wish there was more time in this movie because I would have liked to see like Jesse and the and the bills kind of like uh friendship too because like he spoilers for the movie but if you're watching this you already know he like he he flies and ends up crashing the the corsair and dying and like one of the things I wanted was like I just wish I could have seen like more of their kind of friendship too because it obviously affects Jesse I obviously get like I I know that he's close to that character and, and I can get that from Jonathan Major's performance I just wish I could have seen it a little more um and it's like, one of the things they warn you about those Corsairs, man, don't throttle up on them because they have too much torque and you'll flip over. And that's exactly what happens uh, on the uh, during the course of the movie for that character.
1: Um, I mean, shit, when he's talking to his wife in the movie, he's like, this is going to be the death of me. man."
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing yeah. is like, uh, uh, there's not like a lot of Korean war movies, you know, like the, the at least that I know of off the top of my head. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see uh, a movie take place during this time period because uh, it's That's in true, a it's, yeah. it's in a fairly unique time period, right? It's just not yeah. long after World War II is ended, really. If you think about it and look at the timeline, like not that yeah, long after I mean, that.
1: A <laughs> lot of a lot of movies are, yeah, like World, World War II or World War One or fucking Vietnam or whatever, right? so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's it was cool having this one be like where it's set because yeah you're right we don't get a lot of movies in this kind of particular time frame that's for sure the
0: the only two things that i can think of now when i think of like media that takes place during that time will be this film and mash right because mash takes place during the korean war which is both a movie and a, a television series if, and i've seen both of them um uh so yeah, it is kind of cool that we kind of explore that that uh, time period. It's cool to hear Tom being like, "Yeah, I enlisted right after Pearl Harbor. I graduated, uh, you know, just like right before the war ended, or right at the war ended, or something like that." During the course of the movie, and I was like, "I was like, that's right. This takes place. I I never really think about it, but it takes place so close after the end of the the Second World War." Um, also really cool minor thing we get to see the little bubble helicopters uh from the fucking korean war like if you've never seen those things they're crazy looking uh, uh, uh we see them a couple times in the movies just a little those early helicopters that would look they look so dangerous to ride in and and to fly i'd be terrified to be in one of those things um
2: Uh, what else can we talk about here? Uh,
0: um, one of the things that Jesse does is he keeps a book of uh, all the hateful and mean things people have said to him over the the years, and I just think that is like, he's like, I've done it since I was a kid, and I was like, man, that is so powerful to just every time somebody says something mean or hateful or racist to you, you just write it down in a book and remember it like forever. Like, God. And and he uses that uh, to motivate himself throughout the movie. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, moments of
1: him kind of like talking to himself and saying stuff that, you know, is derogatory and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he's like doing it to kind of, you know, amp himself up or, you know, get him into the mindset of what he's about to do. So, mm-hmm. It's crazy, but hey, man, that's it's how, it's how it is sometimes.
0: Uh I I really like the conversation. I think he has it with Tom. I think it's uh, I don't I don't know how it's over halfway into the movie and he's talking about the Corsair and flying it because it's got it's built up in such a way that he can you can't see when you go in to land the plane, right? And it's like Tom's like, you gotta rely on your spotter, and it's like the the guy on the plane telling you or sorry, the guy on the ship telling you like the directions of how to land. And like he's like, Well, I can't like, how do I know he's not going to put me into the the, the river because of all the discrimination that he's faced in the past? Right. Like, how do I how am I supposed to trust that guy? Like when somebody people said I can't like my commanding officer refused to pin the wings on me at graduation or whatever for uh, uh to uh, be a pilot. Right. And it's like, man, I couldn't imagine, like, not being able to, like, trust your spotter to land you on the plane and not kill you. Like, so he's kind of always kind of relied on himself, like. They talk about how he's in the the, the other planes, like uh, that they can la- you land those easy because you can see over. But the Corsair planes that they learn to fly throughout the movie, um, they're, just, they're so big. Uh, so you can't do the land, so you have to look at your spotter, uh, and that's why he has a hard time landing them on the on the ship. But I found that like man, imagine you're. In the military and just having to fucking deal with the assholes all the time and it's like you can't even trust this guy to get you on the fucking ship like it's fucking nuts dude um
2: Um. about you DT any any other moments
0: during the course of the film that kind of stood out to you
1: yeah, well, there's there's one like towards the end, like it's right before, it's like a little before Jesse goes down, when he like takes out the bridge, you know, he's just going mm-hmm. in, and, or even even before that, like when they're all charging in, you know, and, and they're about to like lay, you know, flatten out the airfield and whatnot with the A guns and everything, like yeah. that whole like just I love seeing that stuff, man. When they, when them just flying in their planes and being like, all right. You guys go do this, and we're going to go take out this dude that, you know, when the...
0: The fucking MiG. Imagine yeah, when the MiG a, shows up. Imagine that. A MiG shows up, a jet fighter, and you're in this fucking thing that has a propeller on the front of it, right? Like, you are just... You are fucking out... Technology-wise, you're outclassed, but you're working together so you can take him, right? Like, it's crazy. I was like... Yeah. If it was me in that fucking Corsair, I'd be fucking terrified if a MiG showed up cuz I don't think I could I couldn't take that out not by myself. But that's why you got a wingman.
1: That's why you got uh. that's why you got your boys with yeah, but that was cool, man. They're like, "Oh shit, the MiG. You guys stay on the airfield and the A guns and we're going to go Jesse and I are going to go take this dude out." That was a really cool moment of like, yes. Hell yeah. And then uh, and then like going back to what I was saying earlier is when Jesse goes to take down the bridge, you know, after mm-hmm. You know, he tells him not to do it and and all that, and it's just a really like like yeah, it's just a badass moment, man. Like good, good, good shit type of moments. you Love you love seeing, you know, and 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 it was it's good, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff, especially knowing what's gonna happen, right? Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: in a in a in a in a bit or or later after that. Because, like, going into this, I kind of, I already knew, like, certain real life stuff. Like, I knew about, you know, Jesse and that and he he went down on his plane and all that. So, you're kind of just like, shit, when is it going to happen, you know?
0: I didn't know any of that. I hadn't looked into it at all. I, I just knew it was uh, based on a true story.
1: Yeah, uh, I, so. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know, like, a lot of it, but I knew, like, certain things. And that was, that was one like, I knew Jesse didn't make it out, you know? Mm-hmm. But there was other stuff later on that they talk about, like, towards the end, like, towards the credits, that I was like, what? But, uh, yeah. Um, that was one of the things I knew. But yeah, it was was just cool seeing, like, the heroic moments like that, and then just, you know, after that happens, and, like, his wife gets, like, the letter and all that, and you're like, damn. You know, that's... And then, like, you hear Jonathan Majors' voiceover as, like, she's reading it or, like, she's looking over it, you know? You're like, shit, man, this guy's good. hmm Because, yeah, you, you know, he, he's he's he got the... He brings the right type of, uh, you know, like, emotion to his performance that is, like, great, you know? And, like, so good for, for what is happening on screen at the time, so... Yeah, he's he's he's
0: good, man. Good stuff. Uh, there's a moment where they're, like, sitting on the bunks in the ship, and I think they have tank tops on, and, like, Jonathan Majors, like, reaches back to turn off a light, and his arm flex, and I was like, that dude is j- huge. he's jacked! I, like, I knew he was jacked, but I was like, man, when you see somebody in the movie like that, because this movie isn't, like, they're not, like, shirts off a lot of the time, right? It's just, like, but you see him move back his arms, and it's fucking... His bicep is like bigger than my fucking head. And I was like, "That dude's fucking jack, dude, huge." Uh, so like, can't wait to see him as Kang and shit later on too. Uh, yeah,
1: man. We watching that Ant Man trailer earlier, dude. That it's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 excited for that, but. Yeah, it was good seeing him in something like this because he in here, he's a hero and mm -hmm. in something like that, he's going to be like the villain character. So you're like, damn, it's just acting is cool, man. How you can go from one thing to another like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's awesome. It's it's really cool.
0: It's cool for me to get to see uh, him in things because I didn't watch uh, Lovecraft Country, uh, so I hadn't Mm. really seen him in the. In a, a whole lot before Loki. Because uh, he's in Loki. And then... It's like, yeah, this dude's gonna be, like... Kang. It's like, okay, I don't know him. And then you see him in Loki, and it's like, well, this guy's kind of a goofy, weird character in, in this. But that's kind of, like, the idea of it, right? But he's he acts great in it. Uh, so it's cool for me to get to see him in other things before. And that... The dude is gonna be in fucking everything in the future. Like, he is, like... I think we we a, a, a few shows ago, uh, some director I don't remember which one, Marty Scorsese probably or 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 one of those guys was like, "There's no big major movie stars anymore." I disagree because I think Jonathan Majors is going to be one of those big massive super movie stars going forward. I mean, he's
1: like <laughs> he's like definitely one of those dudes that's like in everything. Like, he's going to be in Creed Three also, so like, mm-hmm. that's not exactly. You know, he's he's showing he's just showing up in like everything, man. I'm sure at some point or another he's gonna be in the Star Wars thing too, man. Like he's he's, he's in just so much stuff now, or he he's gonna be in so much stuff now that it's it's crazy, you know. Well, he deserves it though because he's really yeah. good, man. Yeah, he's great. And like and like going back to years what you were saying about Lovecraft Lovecraft Country, I watched like some of it, but I didn't watch all of it. And even then, I knew that on that show he was really good too. Hmm. Like he like every everything I've seen him in, which is not a lot, but like I've seen him in like more than a few things now, and he's he's really good. Like in everything I've seen him in, so he's not one of those dudes that phones in. He always goes like uh, like from what I've seen, a hundred ten percent every time, man. And, and you know, so it's what you want, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool to see somebody who who likes what they do enough to go all in like that. So yeah, it's uh, he's great.
0: he's fantastic. Uh, and I look forward to seeing him in a lot more more things so it was kind of cool to get to see him in this in this movie as well Um, the same kind of goes for Glenn Powell because uh, like I haven't really seen him in a lot of stuff so I'm in Top Gun Maverick and then got to see him in this he's gonna be in a lot of things going forward as as well I'm sure Um, like they were both just great Uh yeah, so to get back to the movie, like um Jesse gets shot down, right? And like the thing that got me was uh I was like this can't be real. They just threw this in the movie was like Tom Hudner crashing his fucking plane to to help him out of the out of his plane. Hmm, I was like yeah. there's no way that's real. That there's no way that actually happened. I was wrong. That actually happened. He actually crashed his plane to try to help uh Jesse get out of his uh uh, at the end of that movie and I was like I just I was like I was blown away I was like you know because sometimes in movies they'll add shit to add drama yeah. and stuff to it and like, my yeah. brain immediately just went there's no way this is real uh, but but it is and that was just like yeah how about D.T.? what was the things that were kind of like you didn't that kind of surprise you with the credits you were saying
1: so the thing that surprised me was like once we got to the credits and they're like talking about like the real life stuff of like oh you know his their their grandchildren are like you know friends or, or you yeah know, they, you know that but like thing of like they've been trying to get him bring him back from North Korea still, yeah, like amazed. to this day, I'm like they still like still like he like he's still not back, that to me was like man i like. Like what? Like they're still trying to bring him back, man. That is insane. Because I thought surely it would have brought him back by now. You know, like years ago or whatever. But they still haven't brought him back. They still haven't brought him back. That's fucking nuts, dude. Fucking North Korea, man. So weird. So that's kind of that's fascinating. Where, like, that's what like was like. What? Yeah, I, I, man that's the one thing that i that i was like that kind of like caught me off guard because you know you, you see some of that stuff and you're like usually they're like oh and, and when they when they tell you all the real life stuff that happened they're like such and such happened this year and then and, and this 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 happened this time and then you know they were able to you know i was expecting them to be like they recovered his remains and you know whatever year and then like they're still trying to bring him back to this day. And I'm like, what the fuck that is? Like, I know it's North Korea, but like, come on, man. Like, I figured surely at some point in the past, you know, I don't know when, at some point, whenever they would have been allowed or, or they would have had the opportunity or chance to, to bring them back. Like, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it said, or why they haven't been able to bring him back, but I want to—I kind of want to look into that now because, like, that again—that is just insane to me that they have not been able to bring him back after all these years. Like, what what year was it exactly? I know we're, we're talking Korean War, but we're like, what? How long has it been
0: exactly? Yeah, I want to say it was like nineteen fifty fifty one, maybe. I think. Let me look. 1950, he died December 4th, 1950. He was only 24 years old, by the way. Um, 24? Yeah. God. Hey. He
1: was a young uh, dude. He was really young. I don't know he was that young. He was
0: younger than us. <laughs> right yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, this dude was definitely younger than us. What the fuck? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> flying planes and shit, blowing up bridges, shooting Being down MIGs. Yeah, so I didn't know that he passed away. So during the movie, I was like, "They're gonna get a- They're gonna get him out of this plane, right?" That's how this movie ends, right? I think like, he's gonna. No, nope. no, he passes passes away in that plane, man. I was like, "Oh man," I was like, "I didn't realize this. I didn't know this is how the story ended." It ends on a bummer pretty pretty big bummer uh, no,
1: that's that off that's off in real life, man yeah. a series of a series of bummers
0: mm-hmm. uh, so often like uh, as as you do with those types of movies I go look shit up after we're, after we were done and like uh, or after I was done watching it and I was like, man. Imagine you have a friend that cares so much about you he intentionally crashes his fucking plane to try to help you. That is insane. That's why, like, that is so... It is so unbelievable to me that I thought they put it into the fucking movie for drama. No, that is... That really happened. Like, that is
2: crazy. Um,
0: overall, good movie. Um, I, I enjoyed my time with it uh recommend it uh to to any to most folks uh and yeah uh check it out guys i don't really have a whole lot more to say on it dt how about you you got anything else you want I, I, I was i
3: was
1: i was looking up the uh the search stuff mhm cuz we were just talking about it i got and you. i saw that the movie has helped renew the search for uh for for Jesse. so they're kind of going back or trying to go back and, and find him again and I, I see here that um uh Fred Smith the founder of Memphis-based Fedex uh who financed the the film uh was um determined to try to try to bring jesse home and, and, and bring him to the arlington uh national cemetery next to his wingman tom hudner because tom hudner also passed away in real life uh several years back in 2017 um, so yeah they're trying to they're trying to you know get the search going again I to me it's just like, like where do you even like look? Like where do you even like like? How do you start the process of like going to go find somebody's remains after like, you know, he's been there since nineteen fifty. Like that's a I have long no time, idea, man. Like, do they have like an i like a, like an idea of where to look? Like like where do you?
0: I imagine I imagine based on records, right, like probably radio transmissions, the locations of things. You could probably get like a rough estimate, I'd imagine. But probably not like something exact. Like, like, because they, they were like, hey, we flew to this battle, did some cover here. We were on our way back. We went this so many miles this direction and. We notice smoke in this direction at this many miles. So they keep track of a lot of that stuff, I imagine. And it's not all going to be 100 percent accurate because let's be real. It's the fucking 50s. Um, But I imagine you could get like a rough idea, I would feel like. I think the biggest, hardest part of that would be like, well, the first part is we got to go into North Korea, right? We'll probably have to have helicopters. The North Koreans aren't going to like that. It's going to be a whole. That's probably what the whole hardest of part of it is. It's like just dealing with the North Koreans, right? Yeah, like. I, and I, it's crazy. And then on top of that, you have to deal with like. Here's like 60, 70, 80 years of wear and tear and nature and everything kind of growing. Yeah, just that's,
1: that's the thing. Like, I,
0: how do you even like, man,
1: you got to know wh- where to be. Or where to look, and then once you've like kind of are in the area, like how can you tell that's even gonna be like? Man, I have no idea. I don't know that 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 type of stuff to me is like like interesting, but because of like how do they know, you know? But
3: uh, I don't know. I mean, ho-
1: hopefully, hopefully someday they can bring him back, man. Because give, give us that dog. It's, it's long long overdue, man. Long overdue. I'd hey, from, 19, from 1950 to now, that's that is that is way too much time, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over 70 years ago, dude. That's that's a lifetime. That's that's people's lifetimes, man. So you gotta.
1: Hopefully, hopefully someday though they can uh, they can bring them back. But uh, yeah, no, that, that I just wanted to bring that up real quick because I was like very curious about it, and I was like, you know, how how are they doing with that? Cause, or or I, or I was like wondering if anything had happened since the movie had come out, or you know, anything like that. So yeah. Solid movie though, like Josh was saying, I had I a I thought it was good. Um acting performances were were solid. Um story and, and all that, obviously based off of real life. Um so even if there's things that you may think are made for the movie, some of it might be real.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but uh yeah, that's a movie that that I think we've both been had been wanting to check out. Yeah. So it's cool that we finally got a chance to check it
0: out. I think we watched the trailer for it on the podcast. We did. We watched it like like when it first trailers, dropped. And it was yeah. like, man, that movie looks cool. Let's check that. Oh, check that out, you know? And now we finally did. Talk about it on show.
2: Yeah, so it was cool
1: finally checking that out. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think,
0: uh, I guess that'll All do right. it, huh? Yeah, that's going to do it, I believe, guys, for this uh, for this episode of the Clockwork Canteen. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but that's how it's going to be in the early part of the year. A lot of movies and television things will probably be on the on the docket for at least a little bit extra. Comics as well are coming up, some comic stuff I think we'll be checking out. But first off, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'm going to throw it over to DT. Guys, make sure to also stick around because we're going to raid our friend Val when we're done. So d t
1: you were up first oh righty. had to sneeze real quick, but thank you guys for watching, for listening however you choose to indulge us on our podcast here. uh we appreciate you guys hanging out and uh, as always um yeah good good stuff um i'm going to be well next week uh we're going to be covering the we're going we're going to read some comics again so yeah as we have in the past we've been reading some comics on stuff that's been uh coming up and this week or next week rather we're going to be reading the comics for marvel's secret invasion is something that we've been trying to get to for a while now. We'll be reading that and we'll cover it next week. Um yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting considering that the show is coming out later this year as well. And then the other thing is coming up for me in the uh in my own stream, I'm going to be continuing Assassin's Creed Rogue. As we talked about during the news portion earlier today, there's a lot, you know, some Assassin's Creed stuff going on. And I'm I'm currently playing through the game, trying to catch up with it. So uh that's something I wanna do for sure. Um Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to try to get on that. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm gonna be oh, I'm gonna be reacting to the Mandalorian trailer today, so keep an eye out that'll be up on the youtube as soon as i as soon as it can and then uh yeah i guess that'll do it we'll see you guys next week uh stay tuned for everything else going on follow me for on all the things you see on the sidebar here and uh, we'll see you next week so thanks for watching listening or uh we'll see you guys next time bye-bye and peace out
0: Hey guys, thank you for checking out the show. I appreciate everybody that always checks out the show. Make sure to check out all the things on the side here. I am a dice maker. I'm Josh902. I'm a dice maker. I own and operate 902 Dice Creations on Instagram, Etsy, TikTok, all those cool places. So make sure to check that out. Coming up on the channel, I want to stream some games real soon. I might try next week. I need to, to knock some things out. So maybe we'll stream those things. Keep an eye. I also want to do some tabletop things. Hopefully starting soon on the channel. I'll get you guys more info on that as we get this started up. Appreciate uh my co-host as usual DT3. One of my best friends and I get to do this show with him. We've done 145 fucking episodes of this show together. Um and I look forward to doing another 145 and then another 145 and uh, you know as we'll go on as long as we want to. Um so yeah. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. That's going to do it for today. I'm going to raid our good friend Val underscore of underscore Valhalla. Uh, So make sure to stick around for that, and we will see you all next time. Bye-bye, everybody.